0: Welcome back to Hoosier Pick podcast. This is episode nine. I'm here with Michael Kocher. I'm Raj Kapoor. It's getting cold here in Bloomington touching 30s today. Bring out the tarp. What do you say?
1: Bring out that tarp. Let's keep it warm. We were going to go golfing yesterday, and we stepped outside. Nope, not going. <laughs> no. Not doing that. Um, I'm
0: not wearing a rain jacket. And yeah, no, not jacket. wearing
1: full-on winter clothes to play golf. It's just going to screw it up. That was
0: some skiing weather. Yeah, not gonna none of that.
1: that. None of that. Plus, raining it just makes it like 20 degrees colder in my mind. Just mentally, yeah, I'm just thinking about those baseball games when I'm freezing. Yeah. Ugh, Whew, tough to throw in that. Horrible.
0: This, uh, this past week was week five. Fourteen games happen. Uh, one, two teams had a buy to COVID. Yeah, classic. Mm-hmm. That's just a regular thing. Yeah, now. it's just gonna happen now. Um, we had, Coacher went seven and seven. I went eight and six. It was definitely tougher than we thought because Vegas had so many spreads at like ten and a half, and it, we were yeah. we were talking about how it was weird. It was kind of sure. disrespectful to some teams. Those teams ended up winning a lot of these games, which really threw weird. us off. But all time now, Coacher's at sixty percent. I'm at sixty two. That is literally this. He has Coacher has the same record as two people on ESPN that make four million dollars a year.
1: Sign me up, ESPN. <laughs> Get me with it.
0: I just have to find that one out. Come on now. And then for locks, uh, we both did much better than we did last week. I went three and O, making me four and three overall. Since we only started that last week, and Coacher went two and one because we just had that Seahawks game different. My goodness, three and three in that. It's tough because we put the spreads on it, so yeah. it's not like, an, it's true. oh, how'd you not pick three games right? You know, yeah, the Ravens no. didn't win by 14. They tied.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's tough.
0: First game, we got Panthers-Falcons. They won this game 23-16. Atlanta didn't cover minus two and a half. What are your thoughts on this one?
1: Um, I got this one right. Falcons are should tank, if they're not already. I mean, I'm pretty sure they are. They're 0-5. Um, Matt Ryan was ice cold in this game and not in a good way. Like, that's his usual good description. Um, Todd Gurley did go off, though, for 14 carries, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Maybe they should give him the ball a little more. And Calvin Ridley had his stats again, and they still lost. And I swear the Falcons Mm -hmm. are the only team that puts up these kind of numbers year in and year out Mm -hmm. and still can't figure out a way to put together a win. It's kind of ridiculous.
0: Matty Ice top five in passing every year.
1: Every year. Six
0: and nine. He's always (laughs)
1: outside of that, like, Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, he probably will be a Hall of Fame quarterback, but, like, he's always outside of that, like, Drew Brees, Tom Brady... Now it Russell is. Wilson's crept in there. He's, like, in between them and Matt Stafford.
0: Yeah, losing like, the Super Bowl did not help.
1: No. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater is out there getting his team three wins in a row now. I know this Falcons team is seemingly can't figure out how to find any way to win at all. But, um, I mean, got to give credit where credit's due. Teddy Bridgewater's got three wins in a row now. Um, and this was an away win, so... It's not, you can't chalk it up to nothing.
0: It's never easy in the NFL.
1: Exactly. Mike Davis has been a great replacement for McCaffrey, like we talked about. He is a bowling ball out of the backfield. 89 yards on 16 attempts, and he had a couple of passing plays. There was just a couple of plays where Mike Davis would get the ball, and just shoot out of a cannon from the backfield, and I was honestly just impressed.
0: Some Jonathan Stewart stuff. Yeah,
1: exactly. Besides that, uh, DJ Moore had a nice catch and run. He had 93 yards on four catches and a touchdown, so pretty solid outing for the Panthers.
0: Yeah, we called this game... yeah, they were home, but Vegas should not have favored them. They were 0 That was ridiculous. Stop playing with my boy Teddy. He just needed time to gel with his team. You know what? Like, it's just a whole new organization.
1: Weird offseason. 0-2. Now,
0: exactly. Didn't have a lot of time with them. Like, imagine that. Now he has time? Three straight. That's not easy. Quentin Dimitrov finally out of Atlanta, so that's one positive for Falcons fans, I guess. Arthur Blank said he's going to just take over the GM job for now. Okay. I don't I don't blame him though because whoever he <laughs> hires just fucks him over. Um, the roster is not it's just too good to be Owen five. Teddy did a great job, limited his mistakes, didn't even get sacked uh, Threw 313 two tutties. We already talked about Davis. Went crazy. 5.6 on the ground. That's just
1: awesome. Giving give them the ball more. Obviously, I mean, they don't need to because they're winning. But. Exactly.
0: I'm, yeah, exactly. They just got ahead real quick. Um, Anderson and Moore just had good games as well. Those are clearly his favorite targets early on this year. Matty Ice was really trash for the second straight week, honestly. Yes, he had, Ridley had a ton of yards, 138. But his QBR was 63. He's just really bad with Julio on the field. Adam Schefter actually just reported that Julio will be back this week, so maybe that'll help him. But you're already on five. That that season's just tank, over.
1: Just tank. You, yeah, I agree.
0: Gurley, you already brought this up. Needs more than 14 carries. What the fuck is that? You, he had he had just under nine yards of carry. Yeah, give him the ball, big fella. It's not like you were down 40 nothing. This game was a touchdown game.
1: Yeah, uh, come on now. You're not you're not LeBron in the Cavs when you fire your coach in the NFL. The season is over. You don't win the championship. Agreed. That. Like next game, Raiders versus Chiefs. I got this one wrong. I, I assume a lot of people did. And credit to Derek Carr because he came back and led his team after throwing a bad pick. And you got to give credit to that because especially against especially against a ch- team like this, like the Chiefs. Um, he had three forty-seven, three touchdowns. That pick, like I said, and a seventy-one percent completion rating, which is like very good. Very good. Um, Josh Jacobs had another game where he had a bunch of touchdowns and not a lot of yards I think that's got to get fixed Um, most games they wouldn't have beaten the Chiefs if he only had 70 plus yards like he did this time Henry Ruggs um, did help out the offense a lot despite only catching the ball twice he had 118 yards and a touchdown which was a bomb from Derek Carr um, and the Chiefs got to go down sometimes. Pat Mahomes still put up what seemed to be like a quiet 340 yards and two <laughs> touchdowns. Like, that just doesn't happen unless you're Pat Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. Um, Travis Kelsey had a great game. Over 100 yards, a touchdown, and eight receptions. But, like I said, everyone's going to lose a game here and there, and this is just one of them, I think.
0: Yeah, you. we talked about how this definitely could be one of them because they weren't going to yeah. go 16-0, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, game ended 40-32. to 32. Chiefs minus 10.5 almost covered the opposite way. Uh, The Raiders are clearly for real. And the Chiefs offense, that's looked a little shaky at times this year. I'm just saying because we're used to, like, the craziness. Yeah. I mean, it just did not stand up to the test. Uh, They got a garbage touchdown. So it was essentially a 16-point game for a while, the second half. Um, You know, they have two respectable losses and two great wins, the Raiders. Yeah. They've just had a really tough beginning schedule. And sadly... Uh, it doesn't get much easier for them coming off their bye. I believe it's like Tampa Bay and the San or LA Chargers. Um, but they, I think they could still sneak into a playoff spot. Uh, it could be, mu- it's much more. It, I think it would be much more obvious that they sneak into a playoff spot if they didn't have the schedule that they did. You already talked about Carr's numbers. Rugs had 59 yards before this game, the whole yep. season. So he played clearly, like one and a half games before because yeah. he was hurt. So clearly. Uh, John Gruden should not be advising on who they pick. <laughs> um, just saying. Hey.
1: Can and he, he was the first receiver taken in this yeah, draft. Yeah, CD Lamb just say that. Uh, should probably
0: have gone. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Josh Jacobs, we keep saying how he needs to fix the 3.3. I think that's just how he's going to be. Yeah,
1: but like, you it can't is just, do that, I, I know. It's right? ugly and gross. <laughs> it's just
0: been like that for too long. That That's just probably what it is. But QBR for Mahomes, want to talk about this? 82. Never heard of him having under a hundred and under I like for, oh,
1: That's a thing. Usually, that's like a weekly review, and it's like Pat Mahomes <laughs> averaging one hundred and four QBR. Yeah. Like, oh, okay.
0: And we were you brought up in the podcast last week how both of these quarterbacks have not thrown a pick. Yeah, well, both of them threw, threw a pick. pick. Yeah. So who's the only QB left without a pick? The Ryan bad Rocks man himself.
1: Stop playing with me. Don't even like him, but I gotta. I mean, <laughs> he's so good. It's he's so good. <laughs> oh my god! Enough of that game. Um, you can talk about this one.
0: Yeah, Cardinals yeah. Jets. One of my locks. Thirty to ten. Arizona six and a half. This there's really not much to say. Yeah, it's exactly what we expected. The Jets are poop. Zero so and sixteen bad. guaranteed. If you have a future bet on your book saying. They're going 0-16. Take it. (laughs) Murray, 380 and a touchdown. Hopkins is clearly still his favorite target. 131 and a touchdown. He hasn't had something not like that in so long. Yeah. Uh, Three people got in rushing, including Murray. The Jets, Le'Veon Bell. Or the Chiefs, Le'Veon? Well, somebody. They dropped their best player. Whoever he plays for, he had 4.6 on the ground.
1: I got to say one thing. Adam Gase lasted longer than Le'Veon Bell did in New York. That's That's crazy. crazy. Come on. Who is advising this football team? I'm actually mad at the Jets because now the Chiefs have him. I'm not mad at them. I'll take a crappy team in the NFL. I don't care. That's
0: true, but I just don't want the Chiefs to keep getting better. Yeah, that's true. Flacco is clearly not the answer. I guess he (laughs) did. I don't even know what the answer is for them. I don't think they have an answer this year. They don't have an answer. Crowder, people have to realize how good this dude is though. No matter what the team situation is or the QB situation, he keeps getting over 100 100 yards and a touchdown. It's just like a weekly tradition at this point. Yeah,
1: this team is a looming question mark for all time, I think. Um, They absolutely slaughtered them and it wasn't even close and Joe Flacco didn't even actually play that badly. The coaching staff on this team is just that bad, and to work with like, to work with some of the best players, Le'Veon Bell, Jamal Adams, and you can't even put any talent around them. I mean, I just feel bad for them. Uh, like Raj talked about, Jameson Crowder, he's the only fantasy player if you play fantasy football and you see the Jets logo without a name Jameson Crowder on it, do not touch it. He's the only person that's you should be concerned with on this team because he's the only receiver and only player that can get the ball in his hands and do anything with it. So if you're a fantasy player, do not touch a Jets logo unless it's Jameson Crowder.
0: Yeah. One more thing about that game. It was actually on red zone for a little bit, so I got to watch it because the Jets were, yeah, somehow in the red zone. <laughs> uh, they were at, like, the 10-yard line. It was third and one. And I remember, you're right, it's all the play calling because it's they horrible. ran They ran it with a tight end. And the right side was wide open for probably a touchdown, and he ran the left. And then on fourth and one, they ran with the fullback. Okay, but like, you have Le'Veon Bell. Horrible I know play it's short, calling. and he's a big dude, but you still put in Le'Veon Bell one of those he two times. To, he used to be one of the best goal linebacks. And they missed the cut again. He ran left, the right was open again, and the announcer was like, Literally, what was that play call? He's literally like, you actually just wasted your life. Like, that was terrible. Le'Veon
1: Bell was trashing Jamal Adams for leaving the Jets. Well, at least he left and he didn't get cut. (laughs) Next game, Eagles versus Steelers. Uh, I think this one was a pretty easy one to predict. I don't really care that the Eagles beat the San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk about how bad they are later. Um, Particularly one person. First of all, Chase Claypool, or... Chase Carpool, as Ocho Cinco called him, officially welcome to the NFL because his ass had four touchdowns. Have a day, big fella. Big Ben seems to turn these third round, fourth round guys into some of the best players in the league. So I think that Big Ben deserves a little more credit than he receives. Honestly, speaking of Ben, he had two thirty nine um, passing, three touchdowns, and a seventy nine point four completion rating. Jesus so that's a flipping. fucking game. Ben is balling this season. He's, only got, he's got 10 touchdowns and only one pick that happened in week two, which was like a stupid pick against the Broncos. Doing what um, they need him to do. Exactly. For the Eagles here, this is a bad, a good or a bad stat. I don't really know which way. Well, I, you'll hear it and you tell me what you think. Miles Sanders had 11 carries for 80 yards, which is actually great. Good stat. 74 of those yards came on one carry to the end zone, <laughs> which was a good carry, but I mean that means he had 10 other carries the total of 6 yards. Jesus. That's so bad. Yeah, Besides it's... that Carson Wentz uh classic two touchdowns, two picks, 260 yard whatever blah blah blah. I think you suck still 170 million dollars down the drain.
0: Yeah, that Sanders uh stat kind of like shows that if you just look at ESPN, you're like Oh, good day. You yeah, average, seven yards you, carry, right? But then you no. <laughs> watch it and you're like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. The other thing you brought up about Big Ben not getting respect, don't. The, I think the main reason is he just kept he keeps getting hurt. Like yeah, if he just was that's healthy, true. that's, that's true. the only thing that I think keeps holding him back. This game yeah. was okay. They covered seven and a half, but it was and it was a nine point game. That's not that close, but it was still closer than I thought it was going to be. Same. Uh, it w- It really was a two point game. Until there was two minutes left. They scored a touchdown with two minutes left, the, the Steelers did, with who else but Chase Claypool. Tight end from Notre Dame is playing like crazy. Big Ben Loves, yes, you said third or fourth round picks, and tall guys. Dude's four, and he just makes them excel. He even had a, He literally had a rushing touchdown. I didn't even see that play. I kind of want to. Don't know. They're just very creative team, too, around the red zone. Yeah,
1: they are. Uh,
0: sure. But... Obviously, Claypool led the receiving with three touchdowns, 110 yards. And uh, Big Ben looked great. QBR 125. No picks for the big fella.
1: He has a one good pick ratio. on the season. Yeah. 10 to 1 uh, touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah. And they took two weeks off because of the Tennessee COVID 19 <laughs> Titans. Next game Rams versus Washington. This one was pretty expected, um, and it convinces me that the Washington football team is actually the second-worst team in the league, obviously the Jets, because the Giants kept it actually a close game against the Rams, and I'm not even completely sure who will be starting for Washington this week because at uh, quarterback, because there are rumors about Haskins being traded because of some locker room issues and some other rumors that saying that Alex Smith is going to get the start. Um, Haskins was apparently saying some stuff after the game that the coaching staff didn't like and he was saying how he thinks he could his quarterback play is better than whatever they had in there. Honestly, this looked like a preseason game for Washington, um, trying to figure out who they should start at quarterback. So that was kind of ugly. And saying that you're better than your other teammates, especially a guy who just came back from a 693-day recovery. At
0: this age, too, you're so young in the league.
1: Yeah, like you're saying you're better than that. That's just a great way to get kicked off a football team. <laughs> Uh besides that, Jared Goff played okay. I think he still sucks, whatever. Uh he had three hundred yards, two touchdowns. And Robert Woods had one really good um one really good play where he absolutely roasted some Washington corner I didn't, some no name, I don't know.
0: Yeah, Rams covered minus seven easily. It was a blowout. Not too much to talk about here. Washington is poop officially. They are now in my bottom three as well. Uh you definitely just convinced me of that. Yep. It uh, does not mean the Rams are good. Yeah, I know that's crazy to say they won 30-10, to 10, but they handled their business better than the previous week, and that's all I saw. They're supposed to win these games 30-10. to 10. You already explained Goff's numbers. Yeah, he somehow found a way to – but he still found a way to throw an interception. Yep. He just is not that good. Against a horrible
1: team. There's really
0: no standout statistically for the Rams. They kind of just distributed the ball evenly. Washington had nobody over 50 all-purpose yards again. Nobody. Rushing, receiving combined. It's ridiculous. Kyle Allen was bad, but Alex Smith. I love the guy. I really love his story. But holy shit. He had a QBR of 58. And he literally got sacked six times in like a span of five minutes. Alex Smith? Yeah. <laughs> he got sacked. Oh, my God. So many times. I We're didn't just know sad. that. I was, it was on Red Zone a lot because they wanted to show you know yeah, him yeah. coming back. Um, but you could just tell he just hasn't faced an NFL D-line at all. Because a lot of them were on him. Yes, their line's bad, but like he just didn't know to throw it away, scramble. He's just definitely nervous, and I don't blame him. But they combined when Haskins was in. They combined for eight sacks. Aaron Donald had four sacks. Most teams, like the Colts, third best, let's say, Danico Archery this year. Mm-hmm. He gets four sacks. He had a great year. We're re-signing him for more. Dude had four sacks in a game.
1: Yeah, Jesus. Christ. Kyle Allen was the guy who came, who was started because apparently Haskins had some like stomach issues or something. I don't know. I, I'm calling bullshit on that. I think that they just think he sucks. Yeah. Um, next game, Jags versus Texans. Finally, Texans. Thank you for beating quite possibly the second worst team in the league. Um, they still made it hard. <laughs> My bad. I actually skipped Bengals versus Ravens because that's how boring the game was. Um, excuse me, not a lot to talk about here in the Bengals-Ravens game, pretty much what everybody expected, Joe Burrow didn't have 200 yards or a touchdown, he did have a pick though, Um, so that's pretty bad, Lamar played alright, again, still didn't have too many yards, he did have two touchdowns, one crazy stat from this game was that two Raven running backs both had one carry. And both of those had both of those carries went for either 42 and 34 yards. That was Devin Duvernay and J.K. Dobbins. So the running game for the Ravens kind of just did whatever they wanted. Um, generally, that happens every week. But two people running for one carry a game, 42 and 34 yards. That's that's actually crazy.
0: Yeah, this game was easy to pick. Really boring to watch. Uh, Burrow's line held up for one week after giving out eight sacks. What did they do to this week? They gave up seven. Uh, protect your franchise, bro. Take it from a Colts fan who had to deal with this with Andrew Luck. It's not worth hurting him and going seven and nine. You might as well start tanking, bench him, till you can draft some protection for him, and might as well just get a better draft pick, a better receiver that he could use, whatever it is. A better lineman, obviously. His QBR was 66, really not his fault, because he got pressured every throw. Mixon ran for 2.5 a carry, also the Lions' fault. Lamar and the Ravens did not play that well, but they're kind of lucky they played the Bengals on their off week. Lamar had a QBR of 71. That's all I got to say. But they did cover that 11.5 spread. Now let's go to that game that you were yeah. antsy to talk about. Jags-Texans, 30-14. to 14. Houston easily covered 6.5. I still hate you. What do you <laughs> think about this game?
1: Um, Like I said, finally, Texans. You won a game. Congrats. But it was way harder of a win than it should have been. You guys were only 20-14 to at one point. That is not the win that you should have had. Um, Deshaun had a whole lot of yards, a whole lot of touchdowns, but he still had two picks. Texans O-line decided to wake up this week and only give up one sack. And leading the way for Dave Johnson to have 96 yards. Should have been like. Did they wake up
0: or is the Jags deep? Yeah, I think they're just. Now. I was gonna say that. That's the next thing I was gonna say.
1: Um, next thing is that I was one week off of my prediction for Brandon Cooks. I said he would have a breakout week last week or two weeks ago now, um, but it was this last week, and I should have seen that coming because they're playing the Jags instead of the Vikings. He had 161 yards and a touchdown on eight reception and eight receptions. And Minshew had 300 yards and two touchdowns. That's becoming his classic stat sheet. Um, and I guess that's still not good enough because their team is just that bad. <laughs> Props to Minshew for throwing that many yards and touchdowns and not even throwing a pick. Yeah. Uh, Second week in a row, it's not yeah. his fault. He's he's playing he's well. He's on a really bad team. Yeah. Yeah, this easily hit.
0: Uh, you're still <laughs> not good, Deshaun Watson. I still will never pick you. I don't care if that hurts my record because... I'm gonna win at least eleven or twelve times because you guys are going five and eleven or four and twelve. Uh, hopefully, worse. Jags' offense at Minshew did not really play the worst, as you already said. They they just did not convert on fourth down twice inside the Houston thirty. That's terrible. Like yeah. that's what changes the whole game. They lost by two touchdowns. Also, Watson did not play that well. You already talked. He already he threw two picks. Okay, he threw three touchdowns. That's not a good ratio. It's really like, not. Figure it out. You're just lucky that you play the Jags this week. And not only did the Jags defense, like Cooks, go crazy, they made David Johnson look like that. That fucking trade was worth it. He had ninety six nope. at a touchdown, five point six yards a carry. I don't even. I hope no one watched that game. I hate both.
1: Those yeah, games. I don't know anyone watching that game. It's, it's actually good Jags for the Colts Texas though, because now they're both one and four, and it it's is. like whoop, you're both. And the limited. Texans are lucky they play the Jags twice a year. Honestly, you could not win against them next. We'll see who <laughs> who I pick next game. They play each other. <laughs>
0: This one was a shocker. Yeah. Dolphins 49ers 43-17. They almost went the other way on the spread four times minus in San Francisco. That's
1: crazy. What do you say, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh my god. I got a lot to say about Fitzmagic. Um You can talk. You can go up first on this sure. one now.
0: They yeah, I already talked about how this almost hit four times over. That's crazy. crazy. I was really hyping up the Dolphins in our podcast last week, if you guys listened to it yeah, we both were. We were saying their losses were to great teams, and by less than 10, all the time. And on the lowest of keys, I, I kind of saw this coming. I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah. Jimmy Dre, Jimmy Jeek finally has convinced me I should not bet for on him Thank anything. Thank you. Jared Goff and him, I hate you guys. <laughs> Man, he made me lose a parlay. Luckily, Cowboys Cowboy saved him. The Cowboys are the reason I'm not going to go and try to find Jimmy G and kill him. That's a different story. But I'm not surprised if these Dolphins, this is going to sound crazy, they're going to fight for the seventh seed in the wild card. I could really see them, the Colts, and the Chargers fighting for that seventh seed because the Browns, Pats, all those teams are probably going to make it. And I mean, they don't, they don't have the craziest schedule after this. It's not, yes, yeah. their division's like kind of good. The but- East
1: isn't playing that. That too many teams, and they already beat. The, they already not beat played the Seahawks, so that's yeah. out of the way. I as mean, far
0: as it goes for the old man though, QBR of 154. That's his, a day. That's as close as he's getting to his IQ ever again. 353 <laughs> touchdowns. Preston Williams. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know who that is. I've heard the name, but I'm not sure. 106 and a touchdown. That just shows you that he doesn't care who he's playing with. Uh, for the 49ers, Jimmy G. Wait, he had a QBR of 15. Mm. 50s bad, not 50. One five. You are gonna big fellas. Poop money. Remaster cool. got 8.2 carries on the ground, but got it handed to him 11 times. Not even mad at the play call because they were down so fast, so early they had to throw it. But when kiddos leading your team with 44 yards, they're either clamping or Jimmy G's your quarterback. Jimmy G, I started him. <laughs> I started him in fantasy over the bad man, because bad man had a bye, and he got negative points. Zero touchdowns and two picks in the first. I literally... This is how good the bad man is. This is how good. He would have found a way. He would have found a way to score more points than Jimmy G, and he didn't
1: play. Oh my god. That's insane. Okay. Here's what I got to say about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, before I say that, Jimmy Garoppolo is so bad... People finally are convinced of this because you just had a QBR of 15. And they should tank for Trevor Lawrence. That's all I'm going to say. You guys got way too many injuries to go anywhere. And the Seahawks are way too good. Stop
0: hating on CJ Beathard.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Ryan Fitzpatrick. He decides to play like a Hall of Fame quarterback in (laughs) random weeks of the year. And I am here to watch it. When Ryan Fitzpatrick is lighting up a team that isn't my own, that's a game I want to watch. The dude is obviously having fun out there. He's getting paid a bunch of money. His teammates love him. And he's obviously got the best gig in the NFL. He has a couple of games a year where he absolutely balls out. He gets paid for it. And then he rests. And then the rest of the time, he can kind of just be your below average quarterback in the league. And he gets to live in Miami? Sign me the fuck up for that position. 22 for 28, 350 yards and three touchdowns on no picks. Like he said, QBR of 154. That is Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame game kind of numbers. Not the Hall of Fame game, but you know what I'm trying to say. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you are living the life right now. Just going from one Florida team to the next. Um, Besides that, 49ers just look terrible, and they need to scrap their whole quarterback room. Next game, Colts versus Browns.
0: Can I talk about this one? Yeah, go ahead. Well... I have a little bit, but I don't really want to talk about this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I figure you didn't.
0: Thirty. I just want to get it out of the way. We lost 32-23. They covered one and a half. I said this in the podcast. I pretty much called exactly how this game was going to go. I was like, he's going to get pressure. He's going to throw a pick. I'm going to get mad. It happened twice, whatever. Yep. Anthony Costanzo, I said he's more important than Darius Leonard. What happened? He got pressured every fucking play on offense. Darius Leonard's replacement, Bobby Okereke, led the team with 14 tackles.
1: I was right. And he was all over the receiver. The Browns receiving core and their receivers yeah. were just making ridiculous catches.
0: We lost by nine. Phillip Rivers, responsible for none of those points. He didn't get safety. He threw the fucking ball where no one was. That's on him. Not a sack. All him. Why, though? Pressure from the left side. The rel- Raven Clark, <laughs> you're not good. We shouldn't have gave up Joe Higgins to Tampa. We need another backup. Luckily, Costanza's back. We're going to kill the Bengals this week. I just don't. I hmm. This... <laughs> We're one and eleven now without Castanzo. I caught it. If you watch the game, every single time he dropped back, the left side crashed. Every single time, Costanzo's given up four sacks in five years.
1: Yeah, and they put, what the fuck? And they put Miles Garrett on the other side. Yeah, so it was like I knew they were going to do that. But for you him. already
0: know. I promise that this doesn't happen if Castanzo's in. Yeah, we win this game. Rivers wouldn't have had those picks because he felt hurried. You can't hurry an old man. He's not gonna scramble out of the. Mm. I'm done. It's okay. We're okay.
1: Yeah, Philip Rivers screwed the Colts. Game. Philip Rivers screwed the Colts. It's as simple as that. I mean, intentional grounding out of the end zone, throwing it like 35 yards away from your closest receiver. That's just stupid. Browns stepped up in this one. Gotta give them credit. They did take advantage of a couple of injuries on the Colts side, and you can't blame them for that. Next game, we play
0: this team week 17 and we're both healthy, I promise we beat them 10 out of 10 times. That's how frustrating it is. I agree with that. Or a wild
1: card, I agree. But, next game. This is a game, Raj didn't want to talk about the last game, I don't want to talk about this game. (laughs) A lot of shitty things happened in this game. Obviously, Dak getting hurt was horrible. And, of course, the day that Alex Smith comes back from a compound compound fracture injury, another quarterback gets a compound fracture. Um, I hope that he can come back next season from that, but that's the kind of injury you just can't be sure with because you don't really know what the timetable is on a lot of those because it's all different the severity of the injuries are different and the way he was going off the field just didn't look good and that was just hard to see I don't even if that was an Eagles player I mean that's hard to see for for me too because obviously I'm a cowboy fan Um, after he got hurt though the team looked pissed off and they were making plays Um, the offense was making plays anyway maybe not the defense Um, And Zeke was running way harder than that. Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb started making some crazy catches. Hopefully, Andy Dalton can provide some kind of spark to the offense. He's definitely better than nothing in this league. But he did cause that fumble, which brought the Giants back into the game. Blah, blah, blah. I don't even want to talk about it. Greg Bilek bailed us out again on this one. Uh, One highlight I have for the Giants is Darius Slayton. He's been a... He's been a gem for the Giants um, lately, and I don't know if anyone had saw that coming. So that's a plus for them.
0: Yeah, we uh, we talked about this game not covering the spread, but winning potentially, and that's exactly what happened. But more importantly, prayers to Dak Prescott. Not many people have had a tougher year than that man. Uh, I hope Dan or I hope Jerry Jones and the Cowboys organization gives him another chance. Uh, with another contract, but that's just that definitely needs to be said before anything about the game. Yeah. Uh, but def- Tony Romo actually said, kind of funny, because he was just being hopeful, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's he's like, like, it looks like
1: a cramp. Yeah,
0: it looks like a cramp. And then, yeah, you saw the foot. That just was not a cramp. Yeah, nope. But yeah, both defenses need to FIO, figure it out. This is just terrible. I Yes, it was a close game, but it's just terrible football, man. You got to. There's no defense in this game. Andy Dalton had a QBR of 108.
1: Actually, there were two defensive touchdowns in this game. Okay, but like... I know, I know.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Andy Dalton had 108 QBR. Yes, I know he's like good and he was a starter at one time, but the Giants do, come on now. And Daniel Jones not throwing a pick.
1: That's insane. That's not happened to me. That's crazy. I I need Van Der Eschen... And Chidabay was yet to come back. Um, I'm done talking about this game. Next game, Vikings-Seahawks. Holy shit, this was a close game. Way closer than I thought. This was actually one of my locks, but... This was
0: my game of the week and my third lock.
1: You never know. Whatever. This (laughs) shit happens. Hope you pay your mortgage. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson and DK were cooking in that last drive. Russell Wilson has now thrown two game-winning touchdowns on fourth down this year. That's insane. In through five weeks? That's crazy. They're 5-0. and They're not losing a game in the near future. I'm sorry, they're not. Their division sucks now because of injuries. And I don't know what happened to the Cardinals. They beat the Jets this week. I don't care. They're not losing. DK is my obvious number one wide receiver on this team, in my opinion. He I don't is. think anyone's disputing that. Um, He's a new Calvin Johnson. Yeah, Vikings Calvin. really deserve to win this one. And this is the only reason this was that close, though. Um, it was because they went out to that thirteen point lead um i actually didn 't watch a whole lot of this game, but I saw DK and Russell on the last drive with those fourth quarter catch fourth down catches and two of them yeah exactly catches plural uh but besides that, it was a great game i don 't have as that much to say on this one yeah these
0: two men are cold blooded yeah they just get it done when it matters most. Everyone else would be shitting their pants. Yeah, like they're just like, oh, what a great catch! Like, put yourself in that situation and yeah. really realize how crazy that is. The first catch, holy! <laughs> shit! Yeah. he's just outmanned That he's a Calvin Johnson. That's what it is. Um, but this was definitely the best game of the week. Came down to that last second touch on a fourth down. Russell's different people, but I did say people need to stop sleeping on the Vikings. They they're actually good. Like they just have the craziest beginning to a schedule. They've lost by t- one. Twice in the last three weeks. To good teams. The difference of being three and two for them is two points. Yeah. If you're a fan of the Vikings. That sucks. That's tough. But this game was definitely fun to watch. We ended up, we actually did pick the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, so I got it right. But but I just feel for the Vikings right now. And clearly the Seahawks are definitely top three in the league right for now. For sure. Next game was your game of the week. I think the second best game of the week. Great game too. Chargers Saints thirty to twenty seven. Saints did not come close to covering the minus seven. They had to get a game winning field goal in OT to win this one.
1: This was my game of the week, like Raj said. Um, I did pick. We both picked the Chargers. We got it wrong, but that's bullshit. That is horseshit. That should not have happened. And Justin Herbert cannot catch a break. I don't care what people are saying about winning or losing. He's playing great football. Michael Badgley, on the other hand, is a bunch of hot garbage. The self-proclaimed Money Badger, according to the announcers in this game, miss, he missed an extra point and what should have been the game-winning field goal. So shut up with the Money Badger bullshit. You should be cut for calling yourself that and then choking like this. Besides, that, besides that, Justin Herbert's playing so well. Four touchdowns against Drew Brees' best game of the season, I think. Yeah. Um Emmanuel Sanders had a good game. I don't know. whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's finding so many receivers to throw the ball to. Without Austin Eckler, they haven't like the offense didn't really seem to miss skip a beat on this game. Um, except for the fourth quarter until the end, they kind of stalled out a little bit. But besides that, he's playing really well. Um, Michael Williams had a insane catch um, that should have set up the money Badgers game winning field goal but he sucks so besides that
0: they also dropped a lot of his passes in ot yes 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 i saw that too hunter henry dropped one of his passes
1: and then some other no-name slot receiver did too
0: herbert's playing well i learned two main things from this game herbert's playing well his time will come he's just had a ridiculous beginning schedule and he's playing very close games his time's going to come. The other thing I learned is Drew Brees' is last year. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. Drew Brees', Brees is last done. year. He had fun. You saw him in the post game. He's smiling. He just knows. Like, he's just having fun. It's yeah. over. But it's definitely, he's just not the same. Um,
1: you won your ring, it's fine. Get over yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Damn, that's tough. Yeah. Against is, okay. And his <laughs> kicker's not helping him either. You already talked about that. You nailed that. I'm done with that guy. He should have got cut by now. Yeah, what? Uh, totally, totally worth picking the Chargers, though. I thought that was a good upset pick by us. I still do think that. It really just came down to that kick.
1: If they played this game again, I think the Chargers would win. I agree.
0: I think if they played 10 times, Chargers win 7 to 8 times for sure. The Saints are still not that good in my book. In fact, that division is a lot worse than we thought prior to the season starting. I agree. Even the Bucs have really not shown me anything special The Panthers
1: could arguably be the best team in the division. They could. Really. It just
0: took Teddy a little bit of time. Yeah. But there's really not much to say about that game. Last game of the week, we had a beatdown on Tuesday night football. Thanks to the Titans. They were the ones playing against the Bills. Beat them 42-16. This was an upset. Didn't see this one coming. At least not this big of a margin of victory. Uh, you got to explain the tweet you saw earlier, Coach. This this is funny. This is the only explanation for I, why I can explain why this game went the way it did. Because yeah. that was a blowout. The Titans defense clamped Josh Allen, who's going crazy. I don't know how any of this game happened the way it did.
1: <laughs> but what was that tweet that you had seen? I'm um, pulling it up right now. But basically, it was Bruce Irvin saying, I don't really blame... The Titans... Actually, I have it right here. Bruce Irvin said, I don't blame the Bills. All that COVID the Titans had, I'd be out there trying to run run away from their ass. Trying not to get touched. Ew, don't bring that shit over here. <laughs> I mean, basically...
0: It explains the Derrick Henry stiff arm. Yeah, Derrick
1: Henry stiff arm Josh <laughs> Norman to next fucking Wednesday. That was insane. Um... But yeah, I wouldn't want to be near the Titans either. I wouldn't want to tackle them. <laughs> they got COVID for two weeks. They look like the team that's been playing every week. Um, the Bills look like the teams that has a fever and, and haven't figured it out for three weeks now. But again, everyone has bad weeks. I don't know. Josh or excuse me, Josh Allen was absolutely just throwing the ball to the other team at one point. He looked like a lost puppy. And one of the throws he made that Malcolm Butler picked off. That was the oh, worst throw. Oh, that was so I've, bad. That was the worst throw I've seen all year. Oh my god, it Ron, really was. I would have picked that yeah. football. Oh, that was yeah. I would have too. It was like a twenty mile an hour pass, <laughs> like twenty uh, yards
0: in front of the receiver. He yeah. threw that so. Under- he
1: just like was like, eh, have it. Here you go. Looked <laughs> like a Philip Rivers throw. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was too soon. Anyway, <laughs> uh, besides that, Ryan Tannehill looked like an all pro. He went for twenty one of twenty eight. 195 yards and three touchdowns. Have a day. He almost tore his ACL in the celebration, and he should probably not do that. But besides that, Derrick Henry needs to figure out the running game a little more. And if they do that, the Titans are actually a real threat. Look out, Colts. Oops.
0: Anyway. (laughs) The spread, one thing we forgot to say. spread was Buffalo minus three Uh, for you that took that as betters. You are probably in the second quarter like, okay, they just got to get 14. And then third yeah. quarter, you're like, okay, 28 passes. You just get picks, score picks. Score, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no. Fourth quarter, you like, I probably lost this one. <laughs> <laughs> those are those betters. You know yeah. what I'm talking okay, about. <laughs> okay, okay. We're still winning. We're still winning. <laughs> nope. Yeah, so that was bad. Um, Pats and Broncos got moved to the previous week uh, or this next week. Wow. And Lions and Packers uh, didn't play. They had a bye. So that's why there was 14 games instead of those 15 yeah. that we recap. But now we're going to go to our week five power rankings. Top three, bottom three. Uh, ESPN's terrible. Listen to ours. That's going to be like my saying now. Yep. Every time. Uh, you go ahead. What's we are better than the ESPN.
1: <laughs> top three power rankings. Seahawks, you are moving into the number one spot. You just showed me you can come back from playing shitty in the first half of a game. Doesn't really matter. Came back, got it done. That's what really matters. Like, you have to show that you're going to win in tight situations, um, even when you go down multiple scores. Chiefs, you lost the game, so you're now in the two spot. You lost the game to the Raiders. (laughs) I'm sorry, this is what happens. NFL NFL and ESPN have their power rankings up and down all the time, so I'm sure they'll be in the one spot soon enough. Third spot, didn't even play this week. Packers. And I know I had the Ravens in the three-spot previous weeks, and I know they actually just beat down the team they played, but Lamar Jackson just isn't playing (laughs) as well as I thought he was going to. I agree. And that was just a telling sign for me to put them in... They're in the four-spot still, so obviously it's all going to move around, like I said with the Chiefs. But I need Lamar Jackson to start playing better if I'm going to keep them in that top three because... When it comes down to it, they're going to play in the divisional round again, or the wild card round again, and they're not going to and they're not going to beat a team um, that has another quarterback that's throwing for 300 yards and a defense that's like theirs. I mean, they sure. just need to put up points faster than running the football. Besides that, I mean, obviously they're in the four spot, but Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are at the three spot now because they didn't even play, and I'm convinced they are better than the the Ravens at this point.
0: Totally fair power rankings. Mine is a little different. I have the same teams as last week, just a way different order. I was just waiting for the defending champs to lose. Uh, I had the Chiefs at one. I have them at three now. I really thought they were always number three for me. I just couldn't do it until they lost because they just won a Super Bowl. Uh, The Seahawks are close. They they are two for me, just above the Chiefs. Yeah, like you said, they came back, and that's impressive. Not many teams would have the heart or drive or – the way to figure out how to stop a team after being down 13 nothing, But, you know, you, you just can't have that close of a game to Miami and Minnesota, in my mind, to be number one. It just kind of – get it's getting to me. To I just can't put them at one. And I agree. It's crazy to put the Packers at one because they didn't even play. But, like, if they played, they would have won. That's just Aaron Rodgers. I just had to – I'm putting Aaron Rodgers right now. It's just going to be the same thing that I said about the Chiefs. Until the Packers lose, I'm not putting them under that. They're going to be one. I don't care how close their games are because they haven't been close. I just know he's going to put up 30. The Seahawks have a couple close games now, so they're two. Chiefs are three. That's my top three. It's not changing until one of those teams eps up. Yeah. Bottom three for me completely changed this week besides number 32 being the Jets. I just had, I had, I welcomed Jacksonville to the bottom three last week, and they moved up a little spot in mine. They're going to keep doing that. Yep. So they hit the Jets, which they just did. So now they're 31 for me. And the Giants got saved by the belt by their other division team, Washington. So they're out of it for me. They're the four and five worst teams now with the Texans, but Washington had to get in there, big fella. That was they got a lot of voca room problems going on. They got... Yeah. That is just... I don't even know what is happening. Yeah, man, I don't know. Well, that's not fun.
1: I have a similar bottom three. I have Jags at number 30. Um, yeah, uh, they're bad, for sure. Washington at number 31. And the Jets, obviously, at number 32. Damn, I forgot to say that we aren't going to say the 32, because it's always <laughs> going to be the Jets. But congratulations New York football you now only have one team in the bottom three Um, so we're not only talking about New York football now the Jets obviously we talked about their problems we probably didn't mention enough of them but yeah they're bad Um, I think Raj has something to say about this too but the NFC East it's just gonna be like a merry-go-round with the teams I think besides the Cowboys personally, honestly, it could be the Cowboys now too because Dak Prescott's out. At this point, I think the NFC East is going to be like going around in the bottom three teams a lot. It's going to be one team in the bottom three, <laughs> and then the next week it's going to be another team in the bottom three, Facts. and then eventually the Eagles and the Cowboys will probably get there because they're just a mess now with the injuries yeah. and whatever. So,
0: As I said last week, they had three wins combined in four weeks. Move that up to four wins in five weeks. Yeah. You know why? Because they played each other, and yeah. they still almost found a way to tie. They almost had three weeks, three wins in five weeks, because they're that bad. Dallas and New York, I wish. I really wish they tied. Oh, my God. Dallas leads the division at two and three, big fan. That's <laughs> Come crazy. on, man. That's crazy. Eagles fans were hyped before you guys played, and they're like, we're the one seed with one yeah. win.
1: I mean, honestly, though, the Cowboys are – I know I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm biased, but the Cowboys are close to being three and two. Could have beaten the Seahawks. That was a bad loss, but we're also close to being like zero and five. <laughs> yeah, so it could the go Falcons game. Come the on, Falcons game, Giants game. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> yeah, that defense needs to be figured out by the offseason. Maybe it's just a good thing that maybe they can focus on that now that Dak is you know not in. But yeah, first of that man, but that wraps up the week five recap. No Thursday night game to predict. Due to COVID.
1: Thanks to Tuesday
0: Night Football, everyone. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll, uh, we'll be back with our predictions here in a couple days for week six. But that's all I got for you. Bring out the tarp tonight. We're going to have some fun. That's Raj
1: Yeah, Michael Coacher here. Thank you guys for listening to uh, episode nine. we uh, We'll Like Raj said, we'll see you with the preview of the next week. And we hope you guys have fun watching some football. We'll definitely be doing that.
0: Sounds good. See you guys.